life is full of all sorts of what-if questions. And sometimes it's just fun to explore that. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to ask ourselves a bunch of what-if questions and uh, see where it goes. It's the Shed Time Podcast, so strap yourselves in, because it's three, two, one, go. Welcome to the Shed Time Podcast. I'm Anthony Ramella, a.k.a. the CBD Candy Connoisseur, and Exotic Leaf and I are proud sponsors. I gotta be blunt, folks. This show is dope. Welcome back to another episode of the Shed Time Podcast. It's your boys, the angry hippie Sean Typhon. Of course, you know Mr. Frames Janklin and Uncle Chris Overdrip. And uh, we are getting into the what-ifs in life. Um, I read an article this week about high-potency cannabis actually severely affecting people's mental health. Um, And it got me thinking about this idea like, wow, what if what if cannabis really can be a little bit dangerous for some people um and so i started thinking about it and i threw it at the guys and i was like you know what let's just do the whole show about these weird questions what if cannabis is more dangerous than we've all believed what if vaping really is a little more dangerous than we want to say it is what if uh what if kurt cobain was never a heroin addict would Nirvana be any good anymore? You know, these kind of questions. What if Bradley Knoll never died? Dude, what if the Power Rangers were real, bro? Dude. Could you imagine? Exactly. I don't know so, why that pops in my head, probably just because, like, shout-outs to uh, the, the, the Steve fam. Um, I got a couple of care packages this, this week with some Power Ranger figures in it. Oh, shit. We'll have to talk about that here in a minute. So uh, let's get into the buffets, talk about what we've brought with us today. I got some beautiful nugs and some excellent uh, dabbables myself. Uh, I believe, Mr. Janklin, are you are you loading up right now? Yeah, oddly enough, I am, bro. But like full disclosure for anybody out there listening, I really haven't been fucking shed time in this week. Because uh, for those that may not know, I'm not um, uh, feeling all that well. So, like, I've been kind of taking it, taking it easy on the vaping and the shed time in this week just to, you know, take it easy on my lungs. Because I got, the, like, some chest congestion and whatnot going on. But uh, I'm a little bit cleared up a little bit, uh, cleared up a little bit today. So I figured, you know, since it's a podcast, get down on some dabs just because it's a little bit. A little bit easier for me to do. You can take, you know, smaller hits. You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm, little micro dosing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, today I'm starting off with some sativa. Got some uh, strawberry cough drop loaded up inside the uh, the nice little quartz banger on my little recycler rig here. Uh, it's like my go-to dab rig. I love this thing. Whenever I'm not, you know, hanging out with good old Ted Charm, which uh, I'll probably be breaking out later too. So of course, got the Puffco Peak Ted Charm ready and waiting, full battery charge. Um, also got a little bit of some Ghost Train Haze for a little bit more some more sativa from uh, Cresco. Uh, shout out to Cresco Labs who make some phenomenal, phenomenal uh, sugars at a crazy decent price, man. And it's good quality stuff, so you can't you can't fucking beat it, man. And then um, I'm also going to be messing with a little bit of some West Coast Cures. I've got uh, some Purple Punch Indica and a little some Dosi Kush. Um, One's a live rosin sauce. The other, other's like a live resin batter, like 
buttered sort of action there. Both very, very solid. Love West Coast Cure stuff. And then uh, last but not least, still rocking with a little bit of that blue headband from uh, uh, Cali Green Gold. This is like a diamonds and sauce sort of consistency. Blue headband, a little mix between blue OG and, you know, some headband. Pretty solid strain, man. Really enjoying that as well. And that's pretty much all I got going in my cannabis. And as far as my uh, vape selections, I'm keeping it short and sweet. I'm just rocking the white Mando Ranger today with the RDA for vaping on top. Inside, I've got some uh, Cloud Cartel UK Triple 28 Aliens on the inside and a uh, little bit of some Boule Bolu, which in all honesty, I can't taste anyway. So it really doesn't matter what I have in these things. I could be vaping dirt and I wouldn't even know it pretty much. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what I've got going for my buffet today. Uh, Uncle Chris, what you got loaded up in that dime vat, man? Oh, oh just... hold on, guys. He's taking a nice yeah. hit right now. That looked like a good heat cycle, too. I'm not going to lie. I can just say this. I have, in fact, vaped dirt inadvertently and didn't know it. So, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has happened. Okay. I uh, left the windows in my car cracked, had my vape sitting in Ooh. there. Fucking... Yeah, and then- in the tip and a little, little bit of dirt blew yeah. in from like a little bit of nice gust of wind and it, it managed to get inside the vape apparently i dripped right inside the the drip tip never noticed vaped it stripped that shit all down was, into the cabin was, coils yeah it was all good got home went to go you know re-wet my wires pulled my cap off and then noticed that there was some like shit inside the top like, cap and like was like wait like wait yeah and then i looked at my coil and just saw this pile of sand just chilling on my shit and i was like i just re-wicked this this morning Dude, i've done that <laughs> many times with fucking dog hairs bro i'll like go and i'll like pop the cap and i'll be like no wonder it tastes weird and there'll be like two or three dog hairs just like wrapped in the cotton and near the coils and shit and you're just like yeah, i got i let it get too dry that the dog hair ignited the struggle of having you know a mean? long-haired dog bro. yeah dude it's just like Ugh. facts you know what i mean even like your bottles, you like go to grab your bottle, and they'll be yeah, like, and there's a like hairs hair off just like dripping off the fucking like cap. Oh. I know the struggle, bro. I know. The yeah, struggle. it's fucking real. It is one hundred percent real. I get it with the beard hair, so I understand. But it's not. It's not nearly as bad as the dog. It's not, hair. There's not dog as hairs everywhere. And right? like, like you need like, like probably like two hundred faces to have as much beard hair as like my dog has hair dude. on his. And then one you guys, right. you know what I mean? and that's just one dog for Chris. Yeah, I got I, four of them bitches in my house, bro. I can't. So imagine. it gets fucking insane. That's why I strictly rebuild in here because dogs don't come in my room. So there's not a bunch of dog hair all over the place. There is some that gets in. You know what I'm saying? Not gonna say there's no dog hair in here, but definitely oh, dude, that's just a fact. Definitely like, a lot cleaner than there's the rest probably of the house. fucking dog hair everywhere in my house, bro. Like every piece of yeah. ductwork. Like Otto has so much hair. Anyways. Uh, so yes, this sign of app, I'm rocking the 2020 stem with a 2019 phantom, uh, like bowl. And then I have a captive cap. The, uh, the cannabis that I'm using today is actually a little bit of strawberry gelato. I just finished it up. It was one of those ones that got lost in the mix that I opened probably like two months ago. And I was like, dang, dude, I haven't seen that in forever. I need to fucking vape that. So that's what I'm vaping today. It's tasting super tasty. Yeah, that Dynavap, you guys know, Dynavap is literally my life. Like, that is my vessel. That is the vessel. That is, like, there can only be one, and it's 
the Dynavap. As for my vape setups, I will say there's only one today. Um, I wanted to keep it real simple, real easy. So I got the L Thunder 21700 with uh, a custom coated purple and pink banded layer cake RDA with the, uh, it's the purple to pink chop top from DHD, which for anybody out there that's never got a DHD drip tip, you should just treat yourself like just treat yourself once and you'll be you'll be addicted like all of us are they're just phenomenal tips love them and the coils i got in there are some breeze tones 26s treating me mighty fine i will say and uh the liquid that i got in there it's from a canadian company called uh elevate or i actually sorry i don't know if that's what the company is called but this liquid's called elevate rise and it's a strawberry cheesecake <coughs> I actually don't know for sure if it's strawberry cheesecake because the Canadian laws like only allow you to say strawberry. So it just says strawberry, but I'm pretty sure it's cheesecake and it's uh, it's it's wetting my wicks. Just put it that way. It's all right. It's not bad. That's everything for me. Sean, please go ahead. Oh, man. So right now I'm packing up that bear claw uh, deep carve. Piece, and I'm loading it up with some Tropicana Punch from 253 Organics out of Montague, Massachusetts. 253 is fucking unbelievable. I love the quality of their products. Um, I definitely am willing to pay up for 253 Organics without a question. Um, something interesting I noticed about this company, too, is they're actually kosher. Which, Dude, that's that's legit. Yeah, for my for my uh, Massachusetts-based Jewish kosher friends, I have kosher cannabis that I can recommend to you because 253, all of their products go through the whole extra process to become kosher and be blessed by the rabbi. So that's super dope. And uh, the Tropicana Punch is, you know, exactly what the name implies. It is a cross between Tropicana and the uh, Purple Punch strains. And it's fucking delicious, dude. You're getting like a... That sounds amazing. Yeah, you get like this grape jelly inhale, a nice earthy exhale, and then as it like rests on the palate, you kind of get this like funky, orangey citrus from the Tropicana. So I really, really dig this strain. It's a nice balanced hybrid, and I'm, you know, it's just treating me right. And, dude, you're smoking it out of, like, that... I, dude, I love that piece. I'll like, Forever, I'll love that piece. Until you get another one that's so cool, then I'll probably love that, too. Yeah, this thing, this thing is sweet for a nice little awesome. headpiece. It's, it's why it stays here in the office right by my setups. Speaking of setups, I got the... Evan Kells recycler going as usual, you know, it's my go-to rig. I did, however, switch my banger up and I'm using a standard style round flat bottom banger instead of my normal bevel. Um, I forgot how nice this thick ass glass banger can rip. Dude, this thing is just such a beast, and it's treating me so nice. I get some killer dabs. I mine, bro, because I, I had mine dialed. And then I fucking broke it. I will say, though, this one that I got to replace it just from, like, the fucking random smoke shop with, like, this crazy etching going on. 
it, it still bangs, bro. Dude, like, I like the etching in that. The thing's gorgeous. It, looks, it, it kind of just adds a little bit of class. Exactly. To banger. You know what I'm saying? It's a pizzazz. Yeah, a little, a little something-something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm something into Something to it. look at. I'm and into honestly, it. it cleans up fucking beautifully. Haven't had any problems with it. Fucking, I've actually got this one dialed pretty good as well. You know what I mean? It, it hey, up. James, can you knock on wood real quick, please? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good call. But the thing about that one, bro, is that was like a fucking $15 banger. And it's like, I don't know how, like, I lucked out and got one that actually rocks as well as it does for like 15 to 20 bucks. Because usually those ones, they cash up real quick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, They're hard mm-hmm. to fucking get clean. This thing, bro, it's like, it looks like I just got it yesterday. And I've had this thing for a few months. Gotta love a good quality banger. Yeah, man. I Speaking of uh, quality bangers, I'm loading my quality banger up <coughs> with some uh, early lemon berry sugar. Ooh. And this is also from the folks over there at 253 Organics. Keep it kosher. Yo, this shit is delicious. <laughs> This early lemon berry is like a slightly sativa leaning hybrid. Um, and man, it the name is exactly what you expect. You get like a nice berry terp, you get some nice lemon terps in it. It's got this nice little bit of a um, earthy funk to it. That, you know, I feel like just is indicative of most sugars that I get. Uh, but I'm really enjoying that. And then. Coming in from, you know, you guys have heard me talk about them a bunch already. Nature's Heritage, also coming out of Western Massachusetts. I've got some Crescendo Live resin. And this, this is some wild shit. This shit has like heavy, heavy limonene terpenes. So it's like this funky, funky, like earthy lime flavor. And I dig the shit out of it. It's a little bit more indica-leaning, so we'll probably get into that a little bit later. But, uh, man, these are some beautiful terps working with it. And to complement all of those delicious terps, I've got... I'm going to go with the liquid first. I've got Dragon Shake. Yeah. Dude, Dragon Shake from Vinyl and Vapor is complementing this entire buffet of cannabis flavors so well. Because there's creamy notes, you're getting those beautiful dragon fruit notes. It's it's awesome, and it's tasting pretty spectacular out of this Cosmonaut V2 with Ooh, some... still using it. Yep, with yeah, some dude. of those Saddle Horse Blues Ivy Coils. Those Ivy dude, Coils, man. I don't think man, I've used those. They are super I hot. I don't even know if I have any. I have to look. I think Bro. you might. I he said, "I'm pretty sure he sent them to us. All, all of them. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty Shout sure all of them. Shout out to Shane. Shane, Shane killed these. These are like super hot. They're a point one on the dot. Point one Dude, zero. I've heard good things about them, and I wanted to vape Ooh. them. I just, for some reason, I guess I never put them in anything. Yeah, super hot and spicy. I think I was saving them for something, like something really special, and." I couldn't Nothing decide on what it was. Never came. Yeah, I couldn't decide on what was special enough to put him in. And I'll tell you what, the, you ever get uh, like that though? You find something, you just want to save it for something special, and then you and realize then you, like that nothing's like, worth in like a year or whatever. And it's like, what am I saving these for? Though I've got some cloud cartel coils. I'm sitting on for that very same reason. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah, no, I have some cloud cartel coils. 
uh, that exactly that are exactly that same thing. Um, but yeah, man, this Cosmonaut's hitting the airflow on those coils perfect. It's just the right amount of airflow. This thing's chucking vapor so hard and so fast that like I'm very satisfied with my vape experience with this Addy for actually probably the first time. I've I don't think I've ever been this happy with how this atomizer is vaped. Did you I find like that those in. coils like they almost like aerosolic quicker and like faster? So like you can take like a, a a shorter pull, but you'll well, still produce so much flavor in your mouth and like a to, bunch of vapor. To put it into perspective, right? I'm running it here on the Vapor SO Gen because it's just kind of like my travel basic mod that I use when I'm being lazy. Um, I'm running it at 3.57 volts. So that's like a pretty, not, yeah, not even like pretty worn out battery. battery if you're putting in a, a, putting it in a Mac. Like if a Mac's throwing that at this build, it's it's pretty tired. You've been vaping it for a few hours now. And yeah, dude, it's still incredible flavor. It's still really warm at at less than 3.6. You know what I mean? Like that's that's impressive performance. The ramp up is almost non-existent for a coil that has the amount of metal in it that these have. Yeah, it's only four wraps, right? Yeah, like it, the, there's almost no ramp up for something that's this intricate of a build. Um and yeah, it it gives you a depth of flavor that is really unique. Oh shit, I got oh, that right here, sure. bro. There they are, bro. There you go, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you you might be able to put them in already for vaping, but I got other things I can put them in too if I need to. I'll oh yeah, those what? are one hundred percent. I I put them in the Goon LP first. And didn't enjoy my experience because the Goon LP just couldn't provide enough Dude, air at that coil. Like the like Nightmare Twenty Five, maybe. I would agree with something like that. I think a little bit more air just to accommodate how fast these things ramp up and just start chucking vapor at you. I'm is sure they'd be good in awesome. the too. I I thought about Turk that. V2. I thought about putting it in a Turk V2 as well because I was like, "Ooh, Shit, I this bet you this would be awesome." Not even be bad in the Cosmonaut V2 either, bro. Like Sean, <laughs> saying, <laughs> I, I just looked over and I have one on it's top. Like, of my I got one. I was like, "It's right there." I'm saying, I've, I got the I got the airflow dialed in. It's it's just nice and whooshy smooth, and I'm enjoying Dude, honestly, it. There's a few things that I've kind of wanted to back go back and revisit. But yeah, that's what I'm vaping on today. So uh, I think this is a good time for me to set up a dab and we'll hear from our sponsors and then we'll get into this conversation. So we'll be right back. Hey, bud, want to buy a dime bag? Then you better check out ExoticLeafUSA.com. They got Delta 8 THC Moonrock Flower available now. Not into the whole flower thing? Then check out one of their phenomenal gummies like elderberry, dragonberry, grape, blue raspberry, and apple. They're lab-tested and delicious. Check out ExoticLeafUSA.com today and live XL. Dynavap, Dynavap, Dynavap. Looking to cut the cord on your dry herb vape? Dynavap. Trying to get the best taste from your herb? Dynavap. Ready to take your sesh to the next level? Then meet Dynavap. The best way to vape your flower or concentrate. Concentrates? That's right. Your flower or hash can be vaped using Dynavap. Check out Dynavap.com to learn more. That's Dynavap.com. Lose the ash? 
Dynavap. What's going on, Shedheads? It's your boy, Frames Janklin. Are you looking to step up your match game or have a raw, copper, brass, or stainless mod or RDA that you're absolutely tired of polishing? Then you need to go and hit up my man, Ashton of Palmer's Powders. He does some absolutely amazing powder coating work. He offers many different colors and finishes at an absolutely killer price. This man is taking powder coating to a whole new level and he can make your setup an absolute masterpiece. You can go follow him over on Instagram at Palmer's Powders and you can go check out pricing on his website, palmerspowders.com. That's palmerspowders.com. And as always, let's just vape on, shedheads. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Sean Tyven, the Angry Hippie, and I'm back at it again. We're here today to talk about Unicorn Vapes, Inc., a fantastic Canadian company who's making outstanding vape hardware. If you're looking for an, a fantastic, high-quality mechanical device or an excellent RDA, and you're looking for it at a fantastic and affordable price, look no further than Unicorn Vapes, Inc. You can get your Unicorn Vapes, Inc. products at A reliquid.com that's a r e liquid.com check them out today i want you to think of your favorite rebuildable right now yeah okay so you have a layer cake in your hand and now you're about oh sorry yeah that's not everyone's favorite that's just mine so think of your favorite rebuildable atomizer think about how good of a vape it produces for you now take that and amplify it and the way that you amplify that is you put in some Breedstone coils. Breedstone coils are handcrafted in Adelaide, Australia. They're made from some of the finest quality wire that you can get. I believe it's Wire Buddha. You take those coils, you take them out of that phenomenal packaging that clearly shows how much care that Adam puts on the quality of his coils and the insurance that you get them in good shape. You put them in that favorite RDA and guess what? You have coils that now sing better than Celine Dion. Go check out Breestone Coils. You can find them on localvape.com and also steelvalleyvapers.com. Solid. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So as I mentioned earlier, I had been reading this article this week. It was talking about how the, the recent increasing and in like, fight to make the most potent weeds possible on the planet is actually starting to show uh, increases in mental health problems with cannabis users. Uh, and I found that really interesting because, you know, as somebody who has fought for cannabis legalization and for cannabis to be taken seriously within, you know, society, it's... It's pretty it's pretty fucking crazy to think about this notion that like what if cannabis at some point is becoming dangerous to the end user? And what if, you know, all this work that I've done in activism and stuff is suddenly becoming null and void because the the industry as a whole is like trying so hard to create all this crazy heavy potent cannabis and it's actually fucking people up dude do you ever think though that it's because more and more people are using cannabis these days uh and a lot more people 
using things make the numbers seem bigger, although there there are those numbers were already there. You know, so there's people that at points I remember in the past, like even when I was a teenager, that if some people when they smoke weed, if they were already like kind of on their way or like had this thing that eventually was gonna happen, it might trigger it or something like that. I, right, I remember right. hearing like, that. I don't even like, know if that's factual. So, like, I'm not no, a doctor. I, you're, but you know what I mean? Like, you're I absolutely, you're absolutely on. So right, now though. more people are smoking weed. More people are experimenting with weed that might not have really been for it when it was illegal. But now that it's legal, they're okay and they're experimenting. So there's more people doing it. Those things already were probably there. So the numbers just seem bigger because there's way more people smoking weed now. Like recreationally, at the very least, I don't disagree with that, but uh, it it does still pose the interesting question: like, what if this is an actual issue that we're that we're starting to bring upon ourselves in cannabis? Is like these these products that are so potent that people are actually getting not only mentally ill but also physically ill. Um. There is a condition where um, ingestion of cannabinoids kind of build up too heavily in your body and it actually starts making you sick. It's uh, cannabinoid hypermyesis. I'm probably butchering the shit out of this. Dude, um, if you got that right, fucking kudos. But, uh, yeah, basically, it, it's a situation where uh, people ingest cannabinoids and actually get so violently ill that it's cannabinoid hyper hypermesis syndrome. There we go. I was fucking... You're a lot closer than I was expecting. And can, uh, cannabinoid hyper, hypermesis syndrome is a condition that leads to repeated and severe bouts of vomiting. It's rare and only occurs in daily long-term users of marijuana. Uh, it has uh, several... All right, we don't need to read all that. We all know there's several different cannabinoids. Um, but yeah, and basically some of the things that they're finding is that these increased levels of... THC in some of these strains and even for some people concentrates are increasing the numbers of people we're seeing with this particular disorder and so that to me is interesting because we're talking about people like ourselves who have been smoking weed every day through their lives and there's some evidence that's showing that like these increased THC levels are actually making people sick yeah, like so. I could see that because like, but this is the thing, man. Is, <coughs> it it all depends on the numbers. Like, there's gonna be there, no matter what you can think of, there's got to be people on the planet that can't do that thing. No matter what it is, like some people can't eat a fucking peanut. You know, that's just absolutely everybody out in the planet. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. people can't eat shellfish. Boom, tons of people. But it's just. It could be one of those things. If, if more and more people are doing it and there's like this certain level of the population that might be affected, like that's how I think. It doesn't mean that it's right. It could, you know what I mean? Like no, the way I hear that you. you're speaking of it, like is very possible as well. But I, I, it's just hard for me to think that we could do that 
without those things already being present. So it's interesting because as a result of this, uh, there are, I believe it was in Colorado, there's new legislation that's actually limiting THC levels in cannabis products because of these concerns. So, uh, for example, they won't, if I remember correctly, it's like 20% THC is, is the cap on flour. So you're not going to be able to get strains that break that level. Yeah, it's weird that they're not already regulating that. Like, you can't get 100% alcohol. Is there not laws as to, like, what level of alcohol you can roll with? Um, so we can get 151. So that's, like, 75% alcohol. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty, like, for, for consumable alcohol, that's pretty but, fucking wild. And then you got Everclear. How much more can you get that much higher, though, right? Like, I just feel like there's probably some regulation on that. I don't know exactly what the, the alcohol value is on Everclear. Let's see. It's up there, dude. Because I just feel that... 190 proof. So that's 90% alcohol. So that's the strongest... That's the limit. That is the strongest consumable alcohol on the market in America that I can think of is Everclear at 190 dude, proof. Think about that. If you did... A shot of that that's it's more than terrible. two shots of vodka yeah like it'll get you more fucked up than two shots of vodka and what's in and it's 95 percent. it's 95 percent alcohol by volume it tastes like uh rocket fuel so like like i've never tried rocket fuel but if i tried it that's what i imagine it like. so well what's interesting right is that the most of the home uh cannabis tinkerers experimenters if you will might be familiar with using everclear to make tincture mm-hmm. you soak like an ounce of weed in in everclear and then strain that shit off after like three four months and what you end up with is a very very potent tincture and i'll tell you what a couple <laughs> drops of that into the tongue burns like fucking hell but in like five minutes you're like holy shit i'm high as fuck crazy shit crazy shit dude i remember when i was at university me and my roommate we like saved all of our stems and like shake and we just put it in this like tequila bottle and we're like yo after like first term exams like we're gonna bust that open and we started like uh i I can't remember what the whole time frame was but it was probably like three or four months and me and him just split this bottle one night fuck it was a good night. We got fucking blasted. <laughs> <laughs> we were fucking blasted for fucking sure. Sloppy, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and that is why there's regulations that say that we can't mix alcohol and cannabis in the same product. <laughs> yeah, Talk about being crossfaded, bro. <laughs> That's nuts, dude. I've never drank my cannabis before. I've had like you know like these weed lemonades and shit where they have like a water soluble yeah, distillate like, and stuff. I've seen them. I've never tried them though. Yeah. You know, I was just like, eh. well, so it's interesting, right? So like if you eh. eat, if you eat your cannabis, uh, typically it's going to go through your, your liver, get processed by the liver, turn into that whole 11 hydroxy and you may or may not get high, etc., etc., etc. If you drink cannabis, it gets processed through a, your kidneys and your intestines. 
So it's a whole different set of organs that process it. And as a result, you tend to get high faster. Usually within 20 minutes, you'll get the onset. And you should process through the whole high quicker and be out of it within three or four hours. So there are some benefits to uh, drinking your cannabis in that situation uh, because you can definitely have a little bit more control. And especially if you're, if you're like, say, an edible lightweight. I know here in Massachusetts we have on the rec market products that are like five milligrams. And so, yeah, think dude, of, I've seen stuff like that here too. Yeah, think of It'll something be like, like a hard a, candy, five milligram. Well, no, I'm talking about like think about a white claw, but it's five milligrams of THC instead. Oh, sorry. A weed hard seltzer, and so now think about oh, the dude, notion. Oh, you wouldn't even feel that. You, you know that's not true. That's not true. Plenty of people feel that. Well, I, I see okay. it every day. I see it I every like, day. Bro. I would have to drink six for would. sure. We would probably have to drink at least one or uh, a couple of them. Well, sure. again, though, keep in, keep in mind that this is processing into your system differently than smoking weed and differently than eating weed. This is going through your kidneys and your intestines because it's oh, no, a I beverage. I get that, but like, so it's I a whole different have a tolerance too. It, it's a whole different set of organs that process them, and as because of that, your tolerances don't mean shit. That's the interesting thing. Oh, because it's like fresh. Your your smoking tolerance has zero to do with edible tolerance at all because of the way that they process through your, your different organs. Yeah, dude. We should go to fucking Massachusetts and get just lit. So it's an, what? So it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to to learn that like people can, you know, smoke and puff tough like, you know, Cheech and Chong, but then eat five or ten milligrams of edibles or, you know, drink one of these five milligram seltzers and be like spun. It's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I've seen it. I got a friend of mine and it blew my mind when he was at, when he and I were doing a job together and he was like, here, you want an edible? He's like, be careful. It's 25 milligrams. And I was like, bro, I can do 25 milligrams on my head. Like 500 barely scratches me. And he's like, Oh, really? He's like, I eat half of one of these, and I'm useless. And I was like, bro, <laughs> are you serious? Because like, this kid smokes weed all day, every day. So like, I know like his tolerance for weed, like, no big deal. And like that was when I first experienced somebody where I was like, wait a minute. All right, there's, there's this disconnect here. And then once I learned more about it from, you know, starting to work for a dispensary and, you know, teaching us shit, I was like, yo, this is incredible. It all makes sense now. 30% of people don't even produce the necessary enzymes to get high from edibles. But they might produce the ones that if you drink it. Right. But because it's not oh. going through their liver, their intestines and kidneys. That's interesting. Will process it completely differently. If you eat, if you take like, uh, we have a cannabis product that are these little pills that are like herbal supplements. You take those, they process directly in your intestine. 20-minute onset time, guaranteed. Same effects every day. Like clockwork. It's crazy. And there's alcohol in those heart seltzers too, right? No. No. Oh, there's can't, not. Can't do it. You can't you can't mix the alcohol and and the cannabis. 
So that's what Dude, I'm saying. So, like, oh, that'd be cool. Then then you just get it's those a hard weed seltzers, seltzer. and then you get like hard seltzers from you know, and like with alcohol in them. Then you just flip flop. You go like one for one. You get that real like slow crossfade going on. Or you just you know forego your your white claws or your truly or whatever, and you just straight drink weed seltzers. Oh, that'd be an experiment to try first. You know, just yes, just for sure. Just totally like hang out, you know, and instead of drinking beers, drink fucking weed weed drinks. Weed seltzers. You know, like Lagunitas did their weed beer. There's no alcohol in it, but it's it's like you can get a five or a ten milligram beer. Okay, I got you. And you could just sit there and drink what tastes like an IPA beer, but it's weed. There's only THC in it. It's 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 pretty interesting where the where that whole market is going. And like I think that's a huge segment. I'm even seeing like drink mix-ins now. So like you can you can think of um like a Mio. Yeah, THC a Mio. Exactly. You just squirt that shit in your water bottle. Yep. Yep. That'd be actually pretty convenient for sure. Uh I got a, I got a question though. So speaking of the show is a what if, right? This is a question for you guys. What if you never smoke cigarettes? Just period. Like, what if you never started smoking cigarettes? I know this. I would have had a fuck ton more money. (laughs) No doubt. And I would have had to spend that money somewhere, which means I would have bought a lot more weed, but I probably also would have done other things in my life at sooner points in my life. You know what I mean? Because so much money wasn't going to cigarettes. Yeah. Because, like, I know, like, things like buying a car when I was younger. I couldn't afford that shit. Cigarettes were $5 a pack or more. You know what I mean? Like, I had to worry about having fucking $50, $60 a week just to feed my cigarette habit. Yeah. And then, of course, as time went on, that, that, that cigarette habit got more expensive. So eventually it turned into like I gotta have a hundred dollars a week just on my cigarette habit. Plus I got a couple hundred bucks for weed. Well shit, there's no money to save for fucking uh a car, you know? Like fuck that. I'm I'm seventeen, eighteen years old. I got other priorities. I wanna go party with the boys. I gotta have fucking yeah. some money to throw down on the beer run, like <laughs> like that it, yeah, it wasn't even on my radar. But yeah, if I never smoked butts, like there would have been a a lot more money for those things. Also, I mean, shit, I would have, that was my hip hop era when I was, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Like, I would have definitely done more things there because when you don't smoke, you have more stamina. When you have more stamina, you can do things like rap faster and, you know, do shows and be more intense when you perform because you're not running out of breath as fast. You wouldn't be going outside immediately after you're set to go have a cigarette. You'd be spending time with your fans inside. Like, a lot of things would have been a lot different, you know? Yeah, like, James, how about you? Pretty much like this, kind of a similar situation to Sean. I would have had a lot more money. I probably would have been doing a Well, the main thing is 
none of this shit probably would have happened. The That's whole true. YouTube shit, the whole podcast. Like, I probably wouldn't have been doing any of this, bro. To be 100% honest with you. If I, would, if I didn't smoke and then, like, eventually transition into vaping like I did, I probably would never be doing any of this, bro. Like, is that the, like at the time when I was smoking, I was not interested in any of this shit. I didn't want to be on YouTube or do a podcast or have, put myself out there, dude. Not like in that aspect. Like, I wanted to do music, but like, that was a different thing. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. I probably would have been a bit stay, stuck with that a little bit more. Because, like, once I started smoking and shit, I couldn't really sing as well as I used to. You know, I couldn't fucking hold notes as long as I used to and shit, you know? Yep. And then eventually I just like kind of just played for fun. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily something I was actually going for anymore. But uh, yeah, dude, like none of this would have happened, bro. I would be sitting here chatting with you guys having this conversation most likely. Yeah, that's man. That's, been doing completely that's actually, shit. that's like partly why I asked the question, right? Because like I was thinking if I just say it really open, it could be like the positives and the negatives that were there right so like for me i see the negatives like i would have had a lot more money it probably it could have like probably you know aided me in some way in my life because i would have had more money which means more avenues more opportunity yeah. all those things um i probably would have had like you know a car earlier than i think i had a car when i was 21 because like when i finally got like a jalopy and Dude, i don't even know if i'd be smoking as much weed if I didn't smoke cigarettes, bro. Well, yeah, that's dude, a, that's I, a point I, I too. Know. I don't know if I would either, to be honest. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, I, I smoked always... cigarettes before I smoked weed. Yeah, me too. Now that you now that you mentioned that, I was a late. For me, it was like I didn't smoke cigarettes time. until I was like eighteen, until I could buy them. You know what I mean? And I didn't smoke weed until like a couple months after I started smoking cigarettes. And it's just because like we ran out of butts, and my buddy was like, "Well, I got a little bit of weed." And I'm like, and I just wanted to smoke something, bro. You know what I mean? Like that point, I just, just I was just smoking just because I wanted to smoke because I thought it was cool and I, I liked it. Yeah, like I, sm- I was smoking cigarettes first, and then because of hanging around people who I could, you know, bum a butt off yep. of, they also That's smoked exactly weed. Happened, and bro. I was like, well, if you smoke butts, this ain't that different. And I was like, you're so, right. Fuck weed being a gateway drug. Cigarettes are a gateway. You damn right. You damn right. <laughs> Dude, I honestly <laughs> feel like I just. Both of them were at the same time. It they, was like they within so like ha- a two-month period of my life. They were both introduced to my life, and exactly. I just started doing them from that point going forward. And then they just went hand in hand. You smoke yeah. a joint and then smoke a stove. Like it just happened that I guess I was probably like 13, maybe maybe 14. Like I don't remember exactly what time of year it was. but yeah, I, I know I, I, know I was 12. Like later, later I was 12 when I picked up cigarettes and started dabbling with cigarettes. And by 14, I was smoking weed. Yeah, see, I didn't. Yeah. I was a late bloomer to all that shit. I didn't start till I was like 18, but at the same time, when I was like 15, 16, 17, I was going through a bunch of fucking medical shit. So it was just like. Yeah, was, you didn't have time for fucking. I didn't have time that. for fucking. <laughs> yeah. Time, I didn't. Right? So it was like, and once I was like, all right, 18, I'm a man. I could do what I want. I did what I want. <laughs> Yo. And, but, uh, well, that's a crazy question, though, Chris, because, like, it's something I think about from time to time. It's just like, dude, 
Like, like dude, so many things in your life happen, right? Like, you could yeah, have so not dated a girl do. because she didn't like smokers. You could have, oh, like, there's moved so many into girls this that apartment that was like shit. That I smoked, bro. So many chicks I dated hated, hated that I smoked, bro. And I tried to quit so many times. And then I'd always, like, sneak them and I always get caught because I couldn't, I couldn't give it up. You know, and, and in that same vein, like, so many of the girls I dude, dated were I'm smokers. So and so, like, could you, could I you know imagine? Yeah, you could have been dating the yeah, wrong chicks because yeah. that's the thing, right? You're around a bunch of smokers. I met great people when I smoked. Right. I don't want to say that I didn't. Right, but I at agree. The same time, like, but like, you know, what... chances are if you're hanging out with a bunch of smokers and you end up dating a girl in your circle, she's probably going to be a smoker. Like, you right. know, what I mean? if like, she's like, in the scene you're in and a lot of people smoke, boom. There's a there are a there are people who just choose not to associate with anybody who smokes. Like they just yeah. don't want to be friends with those people. Right. And so what mm-hmm. friends would you have made Dude, if you didn't smoke? I think about that, bro. You know, like, oh, exactly. absolutely. There are groups of people that like, I you know, like I kind of stopped hanging out with cause they like, do you smoke bro? Like, fuck. You know, whatever. So I just like go find new the homies that smoke, bro. And then I started hanging out with them. You know what I mean? And compared to like, I probably could have been, way better in school like uh, like the last few years because like i like i didn't necessarily start smoking until i was 18 but i was hanging out with all the kids did you know what i mean because i was like and then eventually i started mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's how it kind of starts anyways uh for well for me it did anyway i got but uh it's like i probably would have done better like in my jobs and shit because i probably would have been more applied because i would have been sitting there thinking Fuck, i need to go outside and smoke a cigarette all the damn time you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i wouldn't like, I probably would have been... It, it, who knows, dude? Who fucking knows, Well, dude, that's bro. the thing, right? Like, that's one big that's difference crazy. I find with vaping is, like, I used to plan oh, everything would, out. Oh, would be healthier, for sure. <laughs> no, but I just, like, I used to plan everything out. Like, every part of my day would have been scheduled out for cigarette smoke, you know? Like, it's like, true. okay, I'm going to fucking do this, and then I'm going to go have a smoke, and then I'm going to come back in. I'll get out of here in three hours. I got, like, a 25-minute ride home. I'll probably smoke three cigarettes. Like, dude, it would be like that. Now I never think about that. I'm just like, do I got my vape? Yeah, okay, let's go. Like, I never think that's, about anything more. That's a dude, valid point. Dude, there's times where I'll even leave the house without my vape and be like, oh, and not even trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like, oh, I'm just going to the store real quick. No big deal. I just, I can hit it when I get home. Compared yep. to like, if I were to leave the house and forget my cigarette, nope. No, dude, I would have. Or, or I'm stopping. At the, I was say I'm stopping at the first place to buy a second pack. Cause fuck it, I gotta buy one later anyway. Dude, for yes. me, bro, I was so broke, dude. I had to like fucking stretch him, dude. So like he was like, oh, well, that's the only pack I got. That's the only pack I got, dude. But, yeah, uh, heard that. Heard shit, there were the, that. There were the moments, bro, where I was just scrounging up change to go get the single from the one shop out here that sell you the one single Newport. Bro, that's that. I mean, shit, being broke is why I got into Black and Miles at one point. Oh. Dude, I, did, I tried the black and mild thing. I can a buy a single for eighty nine cent. They have to do the wood, have, have to be the wood tip ones. I can't do those plastic ones. Oh man, they didn't I make the wood tip back in my day. I can't do them anymore now. No, on, like the weirdest thing, right? I remember there was a point where smoking black and milds made me realize I had to go back to smoking cigarettes. Dude, that was yeah. like the part of my like realization I had to quit all- smoking altogether. It was like I'll never forget it. We we had been outside of a show, uh, and I was talking with some artist friends of mine about making some plans, and I smoked through like. 
three black and milds in a row through that oh, conversation because we were we had all been drinking so like we were all loose and we're just standing outside mm-hmm. at the end of the, the worst, night I, I could smoke like half a pack bro just yo standing outside when i was drunk dude. and i like i i remember waking up the next morning like with the worst chest congestion from just chain smoking blacks bro, and was like burning. that was a big mistake i got to at least go back to cigarettes where i have a fucking filter on them no, dude, that's I did the exact same thing. I thought that I was doing good. I quit smoking for like, I don't know, maybe like seven months, maybe even eight months. And then I started working at this job and like ton of people smoked. And like, I just all I did was like want to smoke. And then I would, I would like fought it for like, I don't know, we'll say two, three weeks of like being around all this. So then I was like, oh, I'll just fucking grab like up here. You can get like a Colt which is basically the same thing as a black mouse, like that small little like cigar with the filter tip. It's like mm-hmm. plastic. You could like chew on it and they're like wine dipped or whatever. Yep. And I, so I was bought, I bought one of those and then I was like, Oh, that, that fucking was like way better. Like I just like had it on lunch and whatever. And then the next day I was like, I'll buy another one. So then I would have one on that lunch. And then it got to the point where over maybe a two month window, then I was buying like a pack of them, which had five. And I, buying a pack every day and yep. i was like i need to just smoke cigarettes this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah this, this is, is way worse than smoking butts and then at one yeah. point it was like yo all right mad people are starting to do this vaping thing maybe i should just do that for nicotine because these butts are pretty fucking gross <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many times i try to put it there too. i also think the same thing though about like what if i never smoked weed for real, dude. There's a lot of things that I would be doing. Dude, I Man. I was still if I wasn't smoking weed at a certain period of time, I'd probably still be working at my dad's company. Cause I lost that job. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, one of those obvious possibilities. And it, like for me, the immediate thing it that comes to job, my mind dude, is though. is work. Cause like I've always picked jobs that I could be a pothead and not be drug tested. So like <laughs> Yeah, dude, that, like, that's that's just it, right? That's you're gonna pick thing, certain yeah. things. You're gonna limit yourself because yep. that's important to you. It's just like what I was saying before about when I smoke cigarettes. Like I would be, I would not move into an apartment I couldn't smoke in, even though I rarely would ever smoke in there. I just was like, I smoke. I want to be able to smoke in there if I want. Mm-hmm. And I would maybe sometimes pay an extra hundred and twenty dollars a month in rent. Or maybe I'd fucking take like that little bit shittier of a fucking apartment because they would let me smoke in there. Yep. And it's yeah. fucking garbage cuz dude I probably passed up on awesome opportunities even just to like live in like a be my home for that time being because I was like no, I need to smoke. Like I like I said I never really smoked that much inside but the fact <laughs> that you knew you couldn't it would be like no, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Like what I I, I want to like smoke a butt and like get ready and have a shower you know what i mean yep yep and it's like that that's the one thing that always stands out to me is like i know that there were tons of jobs in life that i'd seen that i'm like i could have made way more money i could have done way more other things but i'd rather smoke weed and i don't want to have to pass a piss test yeah see like up here that's different because like i've never heard of anyone having to take a piss test so like you wouldn't have had those same limitations up here like i know people that are teachers or people that are like police or whatever like they'll get occasionally high 
Yeah, like they right? like you can't be a security so guard without taking a piss test in this country. You, you can't, can't work at McDonald's half the time. Yeah. yeah. For real, like yeah. in, in some <laughs> like, places, it's, it's ridiculous, bro. Like, yeah. So, like, that's at the same level, time, dude. I, like, I get it for certain things, weed. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's also because I'm a consumer of the stuff. You know yeah, but I mean? it's like I it's have, different if you like you have it in your system or you're high there. Like that's totally exactly different. that shouldn't be high there, but just like. Your own time's your own time. Smoking at work, man. Like, get your shit done. Right. Go home and get your smoke on. You know. I don't. Then go to bed, wake up, eat fresh, and go to work. Yeah, I don't care if a surgeon fucking gets off of work and fucking rips a bong rip. That's a stressful ass fucking job, bro. You know exactly. Get your head right. Get your head right, bro. Yeah, I don't (laughs) give a fuck if if he's fucking baking after work. I just don't want him stoned while he's cutting me open. That's all. Yeah, don't be dabbing before your fucking brain surgery. Be be respectful, you know. That's all I'm asking. Washing his hands, he's like somebody's already got a dab up to him. Yeah, right, nurse. He's just like puffco, please. Yeah, washing his hands. He's like, all right, glove me. They got the volcano with the whip, and he's just got it like fucking almost like a camel pack while he's fucking doing the surgery. So he's just no, no. Okay, here you go. That's, we're gonna we're normal. gonna flip this. What if? What if we were in a world where that was totally normal? Hey man, it's like, he's he's like he's like nurse. I need my puffco. I got the shakes. <laughs> but and then you see him just. All right, steady at the rock. Okay, dude, I'll say this: if that were <laughs> if that was the truth, well, dude, everything we would have right now would be next fucking level. Like everything, you know what I mean? Because like the minute that you have like all that shit behind it for an extended period of time, more money, more power, more change. Like that's really the way that I see it. This this goes back to the uh, the Patreon question episode with the you know what if weed had beaten its prohibition way way back when as quickly as as alcohol did? What would the world be like? And it's like yo, like shit would be completely different. Yeah, dude, it'd be fucking. Oh, it'd be like, yo, what is like that world leader used to get high? Oh, yo, they use a Dynavap. What? Right. It's like I could be that one day. <laughs> For real. For real. Like it's 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 wild. It's it's wild. I kind of want to jump into that one that James threw out earlier. What if the Power Rangers were real? Dude, it could it could happen. Man. Like. I I've I've always I liked that thought. Like, what if well, there really like were any, like anything like that? You know, that's just like an example. What if but, like, superheroes were real? Yeah, is basically just, it because like exactly. they were basically superheroes. So, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, dude, I, it'd be crazy. Like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you, maybe maybe there already are superheroes, but the media just hides it from us. Well, yeah. I I would feel that way about aliens, one hundred percent. That like aliens are real and they well, hide Superman themselves was from an alien, us. So. so, so that's the thing, right? Superman was an alien. So, yeah. what if Superman really does walk among us, yeah. and you know we don't even fucking realize he's out here stopping crazy shit? Because yeah, because you know, Superman was always trying not to be getting caught by the Daily Planet. For real, Clark or, Kent would just disappear and always miss shit. Yeah, was I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. I think so. But yeah, Clark Kent disappears, and all of a sudden, Superman saves the fucking world. And Clark Kent's like, "Oh shit, I missed the greatest scoop of the whole century." Yeah, that's. I think that's why it was amazing. But that—that's also why he would—he would put out whatever he wanted. I figured and like, it he out. He was like helping the Daily Planet out, right? He would put out shit about himself. 
I think I just figured it out. Anthony Bourdain was Superman. And that's why the world's turning to shit. Boom. I'm not sure I know who that is. He was the chef journalist who fucking was just really fucking cool and badass. He used to like travel the world and like eat at like all these different places, like crazy restaurants. And and, and he committed suicide, as I recall. Unfortunately. And, yeah. Um, which leads to that what if? What if he's really Superman? I mean, I guess like I can't say that he's not. Dude, what if Ryan shit. Reynolds is really Deadpool? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what if he, he really what is? What if Hugh Jackman actually is Wolverine, bro? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude. Like, like I want to see X-rays of Hugh Jackman's forearms. For real, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> say this. I've seen uh, in in movie world talk. There's there's a process they call ADR, and it's automated dialogue replacement. And so basically, as crazy cool as that sounds, it's basically, you in, in this example, Hugh Jackman is in a sound studio by himself, and he's trying to recreate all of the sounds and noises and shit yeah. he was making while he was running through the woods in the scene. Just so that way they've got like the cleanest, crispest, they can control the levels, Dude, everything's watching perfect. watching the videos of him do that shit is fucking... And yeah, when I watched that, I'm like, no, I, he, he might literally be Wolverine. Like, dude, he, like, fucking, the faces and shit. Yeah, he's dude. Like, he's a fucking animal, bro. Like, he might literally be Wolverine in real life. Happens, <laughs> you know what I mean? That dude's an animal, without a question. Beast. Absolutely. Oh, man. What There's other so what-ifs do we have? Bro. I like I like the idea of what if what if various artists never died? Again, yeah. would Nirvana would Nirvana be any good anymore, or would they just sound like the Foo Fighters by now? Would they even would there have ever been the Foo Fighters? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would like, doubt there would have been a Foo Fighters, but so like, would they just sound like Foo Fighters do now? What if MJ was still around, dude? If Michael Jackson was still around, do you think he'd still be putting out music? Yes. Yeah. Dude, the Isley Brothers just dropped a new record, bro. The Isley Brothers, like they've been making music for over sixty years, and they just dropped another record. Definitely, yeah, Michael Jackson like would be making new music. Michael Jackson, like he is a pretty unique man. Like, I feel I'm like saying. what drove him was not what or, would normally drive stars. Again, he'd he'd still be dropping records. Oh, one hundred percent. And Prince's new single would be fire. Dude, what if fucking John Lennon ever died and the Beatles got back together? Dude. Like, I know that there's only two of them left now, but... All right. When, when you say some shit like that, I start thinking oh, dude, about... what if Jerry Garcia was still around, bro? I start thinking that, like, the hippie era the... would have had more Bradley movement. Bradley Noel, bro. What if Bradley Noel never passed, bro? Dude. Dude. The vibes. The, the vibes, vibes, bro. I'm feeling it. We wouldn't have long beached up all stars. No, I'm okay with we that. Have with <laughs> yeah, Rome I'm okay either. with that also, and I'm also <laughs> okay with not having Sublime with Rome. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> no disrespect, their music is, is is enjoyable. I don't dislike them, but it's not. It's 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 not Sublime. Yeah, it's it's a different thing. It's their yeah, own thing. It is. It's its own thing. You it's know? cool for what it is, though. 
Yeah. Dude, and... imagine how much better Jimi Hendrix would have got up playing the guitar. Uh, I might. Yeah. Yeah. I might. Dude, have imagine liked... he just got to live till 50 or years old. Even Freddie Mercury is still around. Yeah. What if Freddie Mercury? Wow. Oh man. Dude, what what Queen could have done? Dude, speaking Dude, of what, what if, if all these people what... were in a fucking supergroup. Dude, not even just music, okay? I, 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 to answer your question, James, I have no idea. That would be mind blowing. But what if Chris Farley never died? Dude, like how many more fucking beggars would he? Bro, have like that's the way that I see it. It's like what? Yeah. Dang. Yo, Chris Farley, Rip. Farley, bro. Yeah, that was that was a whole other yeah. level of comedy, and I mean, in in that same vein, what if Paul Walker never died? Oh, you know what? Supposedly Who knows? He was around. in a couple of weird movies that were better than some of the Fast and the Furious movies, definitely. Oh, for sure. I I feel like had he not died, the Fast and the Furious franchise wouldn't be on number nine. You think they didn't ask us to get tribute to ten? Like they're gonna go to ten and stop? I, well, I, I know. Supposedly, supposedly he's got coming back in like one of the next fucking movies somehow. Oh, because of his brother? A little CGI or some shit, probably. Some shit, I don't know. I mean, with with today's technology, are they saying he didn't die or whatever, and he's gonna like I don't know? Did honestly, they probably have enough like, footage over the years? Did they really end up doctor? in like space or some shit at the end of the last movie? Is that like a real thing? Because I'm seeing all these fucking <laughs> memes about these cars in space and like fucking. Uh, Dom, aka uh, fucking whatever his face is, I can't think. Is it Vin Diesel's character? Vin Diesel is like it's for family or some shit. You know that <laughs> you like his whole line in like all the Fast and Furious movies. It's, it's, I don't know if that's real or if that's just like but, a dude, joke. Like it fucking cracked me up, dude. It's like they're going up, but like against Star Wars, there's some shit. It, dude, the memes are hilarious right now. If you guys haven't seen them, I highly recommend you. Just oh man, I gotta look these up. Killing me, dude. I need to see this. That's and that now it makes me kind of want to watch the movie to see if like this is an actual thing or if they're just like doing it just because of how ridiculous the Fast well, Furious franchise is now. Because all it's I dude, it's at that point. Yeah, yeah. all I Definitely. know is I've I've seen little like teaser clips from like you know trailer stuff, and it makes it sound like they're literally doing the most ridiculous shit to try to kill themselves, dude, and they can't. I, I seen this scene, bro, on like Jimmy Kimmel or some shit, like when he, the Vin Diesel's like promo in the movie, and he literally like fucking drives this car off this fucking cliff or some shit. Somehow it gets hooked on like a wire, fucking. Oh, I think it has like across a, this shoot. fucking canyon or some it's shit. It's like a wire or some yeah. shit. Yeah, and then fucking swings them across this fucking canyon, dude. This enormous canyon, and all of a sudden that fucking lets them go, and they just start fucking rolling on this like cliffside. Like just so per- perfectly land on this cliffside, roll around, and then all of a sudden the camera goes back to, the, to them in the car, and there's not a fucking scratch on them, bro. Nothing. They're not bleeding. They're not. Fu- I was just like, oh my god, like this is fucking yeah, beyond like, unrealistic. It, Dude, the it one sounds thing like they're cool making fun of themselves like, at this one. A it, lot it, of those oh. people, though, <laughs> even though it's like the same movie from twenty years ago. Like they don't look like super aged out, and they shouldn't be doing an action movie. So I no. guess like that's like the one. No, thing I'll like give them. yeah, like it, <laughs> like at the end of the day, like it's for people that are into it. I'm sure they fucking love it, but like it's so fucking over the top. It's ridiculous. 
Dude, if you go back and watch one of the first ones, it's like so so terrible. different. But it's, it's so different, dude. They're so much more into the car, but like talking to total bullshit. Yeah, but even about. just like the actual quality is what I mean. Like the quality of it is so different. Oh yeah, and now like, it's like some major motion picture. Well, even when they're in the cars and they're racing and shit, dude, like all the effects around them would be like so cheesy. That's like, like a video game. Yeah, but now like the newer ones, I will say like you can tell that movies like that have definitely benefited from the advancements in filmmaking. Oh, one hundred percent, dude. Because mm-hmm. it, it just flows better. Dude, like we, we, it's funny. We were watching uh, Willy Wonka, the original one with uh, Gene Wilder, the other night on TV. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, do you realize how groundbreaking this fucking film was to do some of the things they had to do? Like, they had to physically build sets in that era to make some of this shit happen correctly. So, like, some of the weird machines and shit, like, they were physical props that they had to build. They didn't have CGI. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, when they go into that fucking room and Charlie and Grandpa steal the fizzy lifting drink, like, that's a legit fucking prop machine blowing bubbles and shit like that. Like, the weird, um, everlasting... Even like in other movies from back in those days too, with like all the puppetry and shit they used yeah, to do, with dude. all the creatures and shit. Yeah, like the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, dude, the labyrinth, or yeah. like Dark Crystal or whatever it was. Or like uh, all of those, all of that stuff shit that even doing was so insanely groundbreaking. Like the money it cost to build sets to like buy helicopters or or fly you know in hot air balloons or whatever it was to like get aerial shots and things like that like it's fucking crazy yeah now you can fly a drone so much yeah there's everything around it came up so much and it made it so simple i got another one for you guys this one's fucked up too what (laughs) if there was never internet like what happened like what if there was actually never internet invented like we are so living in a world. Can you imagine how far internet. behind it would be, just like. Oh, I don't know. Ooh, because I feel like right on one hand we behind on some things, but on another hand, like we as human beings would have to have developed things mechanically, in other fashions, to do things. So, like. That means we ain't got no GPS, bro. You ain't fucking looking up like directions, right? Like we would, we would have been developing. We've been back in the phone. We'd still be using yellow pages, bro. Well, we'd be we'd be back in let's say eighties to because like it was the mid nineties, I think, when the internet was first like opened, so to speak, to the public. So we'd be talking about like say the late eighties. You know, we wouldn't be that unadvanced. You know what I mean? Like, we had plenty of good technology going. So, like, I think just we would have developed other technologies and mechanical systems more. Like, let's be real, right? Mechanical systems are, by nature, mechanical. They, they are moving parts, and so they can easily be fixed. Because of our internet age, so much shit is technological now that, like it takes a team of people to diagnose why an order placed on this, you know, the left side of the room didn't make it to the back side of the room on that computer. 
You know what I mean? But see, like, that's the thing, though, right? Without computers, or sorry, without the internet, do you not think that the actual use of computers for everything that they've done would be there? Like, they maybe they would never have made it. Maybe it would have just been a hobbyist thing. Oh, I, like it I, was previous too. Like not everyone had a, a like a household computer, and like the advancements would have been there, but like it wouldn't be to the same level as now. Like smartphones and tablets. I, I and think like it all, all still. Things. I think it all still would have. I think all of those things probably. But still how would you happened. have got all that information? Like you would have to just like go places or like get mail order CDs. Like they'd be like, oh, absolutely, this. absolutely. It's there. There were these things back in the day called books. That people bought and read and those contained information and that's how people learned stuff before we had an internet and, and as far as science is concerned for technological development a lot of that information is shared from institution to institution through their systems and so like i think the development of technologies would have still developed without an actual internet that we as people use but i think we would have also developed other shit I would have probably developed into something different. Exactly. Like, like I think, yeah, like CD-ROMs would still be a, a prevalent thing. I think, uh, do you guys remember enhanced CDs? Yeah. Like, I think that would still be a thing. I think physical media would still be a thing. We wouldn't, because ha- we wouldn't have streaming services. We'd still go to movies. We'd still have Blockbuster and rental services like that. Uh, Netflix would still be mailing you DVDs. The physical copies of things would still be more prevalent. I feel. Yeah, because it's like you can't go and download shit anymore. Yeah, you have to actually the, physically. Like go the get ease it. of sharing of digital yeah. would be a lot more. Sharing difficult. anything is gonna, you know, because it, yeah, it feels it's gonna go back to like mailing shit back and forth to each other and like that sort of thing. You know what I mean? You're not gonna be able to like drop an email or. You know, think about all the money too, right? Like people, like countries' economies would be way lower if with no internet. Like unless the whatever else it was could develop so quickly. Well, and that's all right. That's that's possible. But now let's think about this, right? Maybe because of no internet, we a as human beings develop better social skills because we still have to talk to each other face-to-face and communicate as human beings we can't how would places like amazon exist like amazon is worth so much goddamn money you know what i mean like that's that's got to be a benefit amazon would be amazon would be a bookstore still they they wouldn't have they wouldn't have started as a a internet website to buy books they would have been a bookstore just like a Barnes and Noble, just like a Borders bookstore, all these places that disappeared because Amazon took them over and created digital media books. But like, uh, and put would that them out be of a business. positive or a negative? I like- think it. I think it's a positive. I really do. I think it's actually a positive that we would still have physical media. We would still have to read books. We would still have to talk to people. We would still have to wait to send things to people. We would have physical mail still that would be more prevalent. I think all of these things, A, create jobs. They also stimulate mental health because let's be honest, mental health in the internet age is really bad. Dude, and think about how much that would help stop the spread of uh, uh, misinformation and radicalization would not be nearly as prevalent. If there was just no such thing as social media, 
that well, would be no, there. there wouldn't be any social media because there would be no internet to post but, it on. Yeah, well, that's I the know thing, that, though. But I'm but just saying, like, even if there was just no social media, that would happen. So obviously, with the, yeah. the internet, it would definitely if, happen. Well, that's the thing. Like in the early, I I remember growing up with the internet in its early phases. And there was no social media, but you still had basic search engines and you could run a search for, you know, video game opinion. And there were, you know, a hundred thousand fat guys on their computer on dial up, you know, with their opinion about a video game. Yeah. And so it, it's in that era, it was still easy enough for any asshole to put some crazy conspiracy website together because it was basically free at the time. I had a website about video games, as a matter of fact, um, <laughs> as like a fucking 10 year old or some shit. Like it was free at the time to do this kind of stuff. Um, and so like any asshole could have made some wild, radicalistic fucking website and been radicalizing people in, in crazy ways on the Internet. That couldn't have happened with no Internet. You know what I mean? Like he would have had to physically make pamphlets and hand them to human beings now and spout his nonsense to people and risk getting punched in the mouth for saying something offensive to somebody. Dude, just think about how how much it would change how entertainment was consumed. Yeah. Oh, dude, Absolutely. it's amazing like all like how easy everything YouTube is wouldn't nowadays. Be a thing. But... Twitch wouldn't be a thing. You know, fucking dude, Netflix. Disney, all like, that shit. Crave, Hulu, none of those things would be yeah, there. Dude. We would still be watching shit on TV, on cable, or maybe satellite or whatever. Mm-hmm. You or know Blu-ray. What I'm <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. watching some Blu-rays and some DVDs. You know what I'm saying? Like Sean said, maybe having like a... I could blockbuster or something. I, I could see pay per view uh, having advanced into direct streaming in your household, like we have. Like, like I have Verizon, and I can go and like stream TV episodes, and I can stream movies through my cable box through yeah, Verizon, yeah. my cable provider. I could see the whole pay per view model of the '80s and early '90s having evolved into that without internet as well. So like I could see us having that option as well. Like on demand. Yeah, on demand thing. television and movies, I think could have been a thing, totally. Um but yeah, we we that would be the closest we would have to what we have with just point and click where today I can torrent a movie that's literally in theaters as we speak. It'd be more like there it'd probably be like a bunch of land servers, you know what I mean, compared to being like a worldwide internet, you know, it could probably it'd probably just be like you know, like Sean said, like, you know, your cable companies or whatever have their little server in their area that they well, can provide to whatever customers they have. Because, like, in, but that is, that's not necessarily Internet. That's just a bunch of computers connected together so sharing in the In that vein, that is technically the very first example of Internet. It wasn't the World Wide Web as we know it, but uh-huh. that wa- it was the interconnected network. And fun fact... The very first um, transaction made over a weed. over in, an internet was for weed between students at MIT and Harvard back in the seventies. So fitting. Yep, couple of uh, a couple of uh, nerds at one school sold a bag of weed to a couple of nerds at another <laughs> school. They're probably like boys <laughs> for sure. Like well, no. You, well, we we're talking MIT and Harvard. These are like the nerd schools. These are this like 
MIT is the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Like they are like the smartest of the smartest fucking people. And Harvard, it's it's fucking Harvard. They're yeah, but dude, they next have level Ivy League people. <laughs> you know, so like yeah, they do fancy sport. Like they probably have like equestrian like programs there and shit. Yo, like Harvard's a weird place, man. I've been up on that campus. It's it's different. That's a different class of people altogether. I'll say this. They're the kind of people you sell grams of weed for $40 in the, uh, to. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, you got any of that um, marijuana? It's like, yeah, it's $40. Yeah. Oh, cool. For an eighth? And they're like, no. It's no. for a gram. <laughs> they, they, that's, yeah, yeah. They're the, they're the people who uh, often go to the Hamptons for the summer and spend, spend weekends on the yacht. Dude, like this is a totally off subject. But there's, but they're also my surgeon that hopefully isn't taking bong ribs before my surgery. So (laughs) shout out to that Harvard doctor. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, like when you said that to the Hamptons, I was thinking of, uh, dude, I watched like almost the full Weekend at Bernie's episode or movie. I missed like the first five minutes. And I think that that's where they're supposed to be. Like, they're supposed to be in, like, the Hamptons. Mm. But just imagine, dude, like, what if you lived that life? Like, you were one of those people that could, like, have one of those fucking places and weekend at Bernie's. And, like, you're a part of that, like, golf cart fucking island. And you just are balling, partying, beaches, all that shit. I'll tell you what. I, I've thought about this question, right? And I've thought about it in two examples. Like, what if I was that personality type? And what if I was still my personality? I just had it like that. And, yeah, like, I, I can't even, like, I don't even know. Like, I, I wouldn't know how to even imagine if that was my lifestyle. Because, like, I'm going to be completely open and honest here. Uh, I've always looked at those people with a little bit of spite and like, you know, like I said, like I, I just made the snide remark. Those are the people I would be selling grams to for 40 bucks. Like, fuck those people. <laughs> so like, I don't even know what it would be like to live their life. Like that would but be th- weird. You wouldn't have to like necessarily dress like, like, well, that's what, like, that's what I'm saying. Like to like, to like, like fully no, be you. those people. But like, but, like I've thought of it. You just happen to like the fucking beach and like, you think it's beautiful and like, you don't mind drinking right. with like people and you know, but that's the thing. Like, I've thought about like now, what about my like weird fucking freaky ass? Just as I am, my whole personality having it like that, and just like yeah, being dude, rich and be having like my house in the, the Hamptons. You wake like, up tomorrow and you have this fucking sick ass beach. Right. Like, and, and then I think about it, and I'm like, yo, I would scare the fuck out of these poor people because like their parties are their style of parties, and then they would see my parties and the people that show up at my parties, and they would be like. Is that the devil living there? That guy has some strange oh, people showing okay, up. No, they're doing like coke <laughs> and all that crazy shit. Just yeah, but like but this. but my people are are coming for uh, a very very Fifty Shades of Grey esque soiree. <laughs> That's the thing. If I got it like that, bro, my people are coming with whips and chains on. <laughs> I'm scaring the Hamptons. I'm throwing that party. Like, uh, yeah, listen. The, the uh, best Tyson, part is... You need to buy this whole block. See, the best part is, the, is that you're going to do that. Shit like that already going well, well, I was going to say the best part is is that I see the, the, the president of the HOA and his wife there, and I'm like, Mr. Johnson? Yeah. And I just Mrs. walk away. <laughs> like, good to know. 
Yeah, but hey, that's <laughs> like, you still have respect. You just like to party a little bit different than they do. That's fine. You still have respect. You well, know? no, that that'd be the best part. Is I'm saying that I'd find out that the the president of my HOA is like that and has found oh, their way into party, my party, and he's there in whips and chains, and I'm like, good to see you. It's like, <laughs> what's up, <Al>? like <laughs> glad to know it's like that. Moving on. <laughs> this is totally normal to me. Glad to glad to have you. <laughs> like oh man i actually strange story i i once wrote a uh a short film and i've never fully finished fleshing it out and i figure one day i'll get to it and we'll we'll make it happen but it had a similar story like that where a couple moves into this like idyllic quaint quiet little country type town and they just randomly find these girls and have them over for a dinner party and seduce them into kinky sex. I thought that's where this was going. <laughs> and then it like just like changes these people's lives. And then all of a sudden the secret gets out and the whole world the whole town goes <laughs> fucking crazy because oh my god, there's Everyone's these like heathens. <laughs> like, oh I thought you meant like and then the whole town just goes kink. There's like they're Well well that's that's kind of like your your Adam Sandler esque <laughs> climax. It's like all of a sudden half the town kind of comes out of the closet like actually I'm into it too. That was pretty fun. Like I enjoyed their dinner parties. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone's like, "All right, fine. It's cool." Dude, you know. I could, I, I could also. I got uh, one for you guys. Rock that island I got one for you hard. Guys. What if you got invited to one of these like weird masquerade fucking sex parties? Dude. I'm about it, about it. Obviously, as I said, I want to throw them, so I'm about it, about it. But yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, but like, yeah, yeah. Like, let, let me set the scene, right? You walk up to the big rich villa, okay? Everybody's in fucking elegant evening everybody's wear. Seen one of these, everybody got around. the fucking crazy bird mask on oh, and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta drop your keys in a bowl when you walk in. Yeah, yeah, that situation. Uh, <laughs> That'd Dude, what's crazy. that movie? Is it Eyes Wide Eyes Shut? Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucked up movie. Yep. Well, to me, it was like, it was a really different kind of movie. Well, that'd be some crazy shit, bro. <sighs> that, that shit would yeah, freak me out, though. I don't even like the idea of the mask thing. Yeah. Like, the not even thing. knowing who the person is that's fucking with you right now? Well, not even that. It's just like they have a mask on, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's but yeah. Protect. The whole the whole idea is like it's kind of uncomfortable to me for sure. Couldn't do it, huh? Would, wouldn't be able to not. wet your willy. <laughs> no, like, dude, I don't even like going really that much to strip joints, and like, I'm not saying that it's the same kind of people, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's like that, like, unknowingness of what's gonna happen. Yeah, I that's mean, that's like one of those things that, like, I'm up for a lot of like risky shit, but maybe not risque shit. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Like, if you, like, hit me with, like, yo, let's go do this, it's like, we might get hurt, but we might have, like, the greatest sounds of our lives. I'd be like... Chris is down to do it. some drag racing at the drag strip, but uh, go to the drag show and get seduced by a drag queen? Maybe not so much. No. Yeah, that's not, like, really... I, I don't think that I'd want to go to the, to, to the drag strip. Uh, so, but the whatever. drag show? I'm there. The drag show. No, the drag show. <laughs> But that's actually the drag show is pretty fun. Same vibe, though. I don't know, man. It's just weird. Like I, 
I don't know why. It's like whenever, dude, I would like walk by like uh, prostitutes on the street and shit, and, like they say stuff to you. I would just, it would always like give me the heebie-jeebies, man. Yo, prostitutes give me the heebie-jeebies too. Like I, so it's hard. Okay. And like, I'm into weird shit. And that even, I'm like, I don't know where you've been. It, dude, this is, it's like <laughs> the same thing as strippers, man. Like I've been to strippers in probably fucking almost a decade, but. Like, whenever I go, like, at any time, you know, strippers would, like, come to the table you're at. It's just, like, I would always be, just leave, please. Like, that's all in my head. That's all I'd say. But, like, I would never say that. I'd just be, like, incredibly uncomfortable. And then they'd leave. And I'd be, like, thank God. See, I, But, I, like, the actual ones on the street are a little bit more aggressive. And you know that, like. Yeah. When, when they're, like, hey, sailor, looking for on. a good time. You're, like, no, thank you. Like, is this the fourth time you've been on this corner tonight? Because that makes me even more scared of you. <laughs> like, if I'm trying, if I'm trying to wet my willy, I'm gonna, you know, find a girl that I I can trust, not one that I'm afraid is gonna fucking rob me at knife point after. Please only seen one partner tonight, and that's me. It's just me. Oh man, <laughs> nothing like nothing like those sketchy situations. Yeah, dude, that's like one of the drawbacks of living in bigger cities. Yeah, it happens everywhere, not just yeah, big cities. Yeah, even, even in small towns, bro. No, no, but I mean, like, it's a lot more regular. Yeah. Well, it just depends, you know, on what part of town you grew up in. You know what I mean? I or guess area. that's true, too. You know what I mean? Because if, if you grow up in downtown, you know, you kind of run into that, that type of shit a little bit more than uh, other people do. So we're getting down to the end, and I'm going to hit you with one last what if. And this one's heavy. What if you had to choose between food in your stomach or a place to live? Like you only had enough money for one. Pay your rent or be able to eat. What would you choose? Homelessness and food or starving and having a house? I think that honestly I'd probably rather starving in a house because I just feel more safe. Like I would feel safe and hungry which is something I'd rather feel than full and like not necessarily scared, but uncomfortable. I think that that's how I would break it down. Like I obviously love food, but I like feeling safe a little bit more. Heard that. Yeah. You're incredibly it. vulnerable on the street. For real. See, but like part of me also thinks this is just because uh, this is a hypothetical question, right? So I'm giving you hypothetical answers here. Um, even though I may not have a house and I have, you know, food, I may be able to, you know, find like, you know, a little spot that I can like get out the fucking the elements. You know what I'm saying? Like a little like cave or like. Jesus is just fucking rolling in a cave. No, you know what I'm saying? He's like, like, yeah, shit. welcome to Cali. This is my cave. I'm if I'm fucking Jacqueline. eating, you know, but at the same time, I, I also think like, you know, maybe I fucking run into somebody and fucking crash on their couch if that's an option. Yeah, you know maybe you can saying? sleep in their garage, I guess. Or, yeah, like, or like fucking. There's a guarantee, shed. bro. Like yeah. you might be able to. It, so but it's not like you. Here's can't the thing, though. I'm not saying that that's food. what I'm picking. I'm just throwing out like those are the things that I'm thinking about while making my decision here. But at the same time, I'm kind of like you, Chris, where I definitely feel like I would feel more comfortable ha- knowing I have somewhere to go. You know, what yeah, I mean? dude. Somewhere that's my like 
my safe space that like is like my you know what i mean like even though i may be hungry at least i've got something over my head you know what i'm saying yeah dude like if you go missing the security days the security neighbor is gonna fucking know like when you were started explaining it and i was like yeah that's honestly probably how i feel just because that security in itself i feel like would probably mean more to me than having like a full belly you know food man well yeah. and that's, that's the thing right it's like you, you can, can always scrounge, scrounge food. food or a couple yeah. extra bucks to get something to eat yeah at the end of the day bro if i could find like a fucking stick and some fishing line and just like find a creek somewhere and just right out some fish or right. some shit you know what i mean and have to survive off the land Oh, dude, yeah, uh, you think about that. it. Like, how often you know do you, like, and at least I've got the a... fall, there'll be apples all over the fucking place. Well, at least hey, you don't where, need like, money island, necessarily but... to eat. Exactly. You could have a hustle for roof it. over your head. Yeah, it's a lot easier to, like, hustle to get a fucking hot meal than it is to fucking hustle and have a place to stay. Yeah, because yep. you could, like, do trade work. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let me fucking, like, clean up the leaves in your fucking front yard and you can, like, buy me a sandwich. Dude, like, there could even be like a, a fucking restaurant that's close to you. And you're like, yo, if I just hey, like come by yeah. and scrub your pots every night, like, can I eat like a meal? And they'll probably be like, yeah, dude. Like, Boom. I've lived this situation that's one meal every day. You're like, good. Like, I've actually lived in this situation, and that's kind of why I hit you guys with the what if. And like, I had the same choice. I, I chose to, you know, pay rent and just basically, you know, pray that you know while i was at work i might get a tip or something and get a couple extra bucks here or there i could you know pick up some side work rake somebody's yard or something get a couple extra bucks and that would buy me a sandwich for the day or something you know but yeah man like i i agree with you guys entirely generosity you know what i mean you could have a homie that's like yo dude like why don't you come on by like just just knowing that i have a place where my stuff is safe and i have a place that i can return to like i can go i can lay down in in my bed this is my room my wall you know that sort of thing like that that is definitely to me always going to be something way more important. Cause again, like, like James said, you ain't got to have money. You can, you can go find food off the land. If you Dude, have you to. could literally collect fucking empties and get like five packs of ramen, which you could eat one a day. And like, that's something, everything on top of that is like that bonus. Ex- exactly. You know what I mean? A pack of tortilla, a pack of 20 tortillas is, you know, four bucks or something like that. You know, you can eat a couple of tortillas a day. Yeah, dude, oh. put peanut butter on that shit. <laughs> right. Sometimes I'll like a jar of peanut, peanut butter is another four bucks. Like if you can yeah, scrounge up ten bucks, while, bro. you got peanut butter and tortillas for the week. And fucking ramen. It, you know? Yeah. Add, dude, add ramen, eighty more cents. Like five for fucking say, two bucks. Add yeah. eighty more cents, you get a five pack of ramen. <laughs> shit. So that's the thing, man. Grab yourself some jelly too, and then you got your fucking PB and J fucking tortillas, bro. Fire. Bang. Done. Roll them shits up, dude. That shit's good on the go, man. Oh, trust me. I've been there, done that. But that's, uh, you know, that's where we're going to bring it to a close, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, we asked a bunch of what ifs. Uh, we hypothesized a bunch of scenarios, enjoyed some hypotheticals, and uh, now it's time to get to the close. So uh, I, I know uh, we started out there. Let's finish there. Uh, what you got to say, Mr. Jenkins? Uh, huge shout out to the Shedheads as always. If you guys aren't uh, checking it out, go over to uh, the website shedtimepodcast.com. Go check out the Patreon if you guys want to help support what we're doing here on the podcast and all that good stuff. You guys can also be able to help contribute and you know topics and you know questions and all that good stuff that we ask from time to time from the patrons. So uh, 
definitely go check that out and we greatly appreciate you guys support of course you can check us out every friday over on my youtube channel for the green room you know we talk some vape stuff have good conversations play some games and we do some build-offs from time to time which i think is uh about ready to come back for season two pretty soon i'm ready for it i don't know about you guys but i've been kind of we kind of fucking antsy ready to get some builds in so uh stay tuned for that uh over there on my channel like i said other than that You'll catch me here every Sunday with the boys doing the damn thing. So with that, I'm going to end it as I always do, sending up positive vibes, crisp, high fives. That's Vape on. Shut Tom, our faces off. And uh, over to you, Uncle Chris. Well, uh, good episode, boys. I like oh, it. Yeah, man. I, I kind of like just being on the roll. And whenever I think of something, I can blurt it out because sometimes it's relevant. And today's one of those days that it's like easy to be relevant, Tom. Yeah. So I appreciate <laughs> <laughs> But thanks to all the shedheads giving us a listen. Uh, make sure that you do follow us over there on SoundCloud. Um, I just really want to give stuff away. So so yeah. please help me out do that. Uh, go to shutdownpodcast.com. It'll take you to SoundCloud even if you want to just remember that. Also, you can check me out on Tuesday nights on KBTV's YouTube channel for Mixing It Up. Uh, the three of us have been just enjoying our time and come by and check it out. Even if you're not into mixing, you can just be a part of the conversation. There's always a good chat going on. So if you're lonely, you can come by and uh, find a little bit of company. As well as you can find me and these fine two gentlemen on Friday nights on Frames' channel, just like I said, on the green room. Check that out. Um, and then I guess lastly... I will say, uh, if you guys want to try some of my liquid, feel free. I also have some awesome coils, so it's over at UncleChrisTestingGrounds.com. Use the code SHEDTIME. Save you a little bit of cash. And uh, on the note of the website, I just wanted to mention this out to the patrons out there. Um, there's now a coupon code for you guys for my site, which is uh, a, it's a considerably deeper discount um, than what the SHEDTIME code is. So if you guys want to go over there... Uh, Honestly, I think that if you wanted to try my liquid and you wanted to become a patron, you'd basically save the amount of money plus some, uh, even if you became a patron for the month. So you guys should probably check that out. And other than that, I will just say everybody be safe. Have a good week. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Down, take all it away. right. All right. Well, my friends, it's been another fantastic joy ride. And, uh, you know, the guys said it already. I'm going to remind you one more time. It's the shittimepodcast.com website. Everything is there. All the links, all the stuff you need, all the ways to find things and us and all of that. So it's a one-stop shop. Go check it out. Uh, matter of fact, I just looked. We are 26 followers away on that uh, that SoundCloud giveaway for some Come e-liquid. On, guys, so 26 more people follow on SoundCloud. Uncle Chris is giving away a prize pack of liquid fucking dope and that puts us so much closer to giving away that unicorn mod that's been custom coated by palmer's powders and uh you know also had a hand from mr jenklin himself also you you know hurry up i'm about to keep that shit yeah it's fine (laughs) so uh go on get it ladies and gentlemen and uh with all that i'm gonna tell you like i always do don't look the best is get you down be cool don't be a dick and whatever it is that you do make sure you have some fun because it's the shed time podcast and we are rolling up and rolling out
what if you don't listen to the Shed Time podcast? Your life is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah.